It took you seven years. Just think about it for a second. It took you seven years to develop your money mindset. And depending on how old you are, let's say that you're 30 right now. 23 years of believing the things you heard by age seven. You are listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money as a woman of color. More money, more options, not only for you and your family, but also for our community. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina Wealth Coach on a mission to help more mujeres become investors in lunch and online business. Just like you, I used to believe that I could only earn money if I was mentally and physically hard. And after learning about stock market investing and online business, I can tell you that there is a new way for us to create a legacy while living our purpose and not having to work as hard for money. So if you are ready to dive into understanding your money mindset, entrepreneurship, and stock market investing, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hello, mujer. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I am going to talk to you all about what is money mindset. And I'm actually replaying an IG live that I did last week where I give you actionable steps that you can take today to start your well-building journey. And I want to give a big shout out to those mujeres that were part of the IG live because they were asking amazing questions on the topic that I was teaching and coaching. And also, I want to thank you. I have received so many messages on Instagram from other mujeres that they just keep sharing that they are loving the podcast. So please know that I appreciate you. And when you send me those messages, it's just so amazing. And it makes me happy to know that the content that I'm putting out there is actually serving you. So if you haven't done so, I would love for you to help me get more mujeres, become aware that we have this podcast, that we have this community by making the time, busy mujer, to write a review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. And I also want to send this big shout out to the mujeres inside the Say Hola Wealth Academy. We just got done with week seven and the transformation that is happening inside this virtual room is unmatched. These mujeres are making aligned moves and they are just getting closer to start designing the life that their ancestors couldn't dream of because they were busy trying to survive. So mujer, if you know you want to be part of the academy, make sure that you check the show notes to be notified when the next cohort opens. With that, I will leave you and here is the replay. 
Welcome. March is such an important month because we are celebrating Women's History Month and I wanted to bring you something that I know is going to serve you and if you are new to this amazing community, today I want to talk to you about what is money mindset and why it's so important that you understand your own mindset. I'm going to be giving you some tools that are going to help you and learn a little bit more about your money story but also the tools to unlearn some of that as well. So let me start by sharing with you what is money mindset because we don't hear about this when we grew up in a Latino household. Our familia does not want to talk about money. Nos gusta el chisme but we don't like money chisme. Money mindset is all about the beliefs that you have around money. What are some of those? Let me give you some examples. Maybe the belief that we have have to work hard for money, the belief that we have to work eight hours to earn money, the belief that we have to have an employer to provide a safe paycheck to us, the belief that everyone else in the world can have money, but we can't and we shouldn't because money is evil. Money is something that is corrupt and some of these beliefs really come from what I call that novelas, but also based on historical events that our parents, our abuelitos experience. And so your money mindset is a combination of multiple and generational events that were just given to you without you even asking or without you wanting to say, yeah, give them to me. I want them. Like indirectly, they were passed down to you by your family. And so now as a first-gen Latina, someone who wants to build generational wealth, someone who is interested in just doing more by working less, it's hard for you, isn't it? It's hard for you to let go of that conditioning and it's hard for you to see yourself as an investor. And I'm sharing this with you because those are the same things and the same identity that I had when I started my well-building journey. I was 100% convinced that wanting more money was a horrible thing. And in fact, for me, I personally used to believe that if I had more money, no one would ever love me. That if I had more money, I was gonna die alone that if I had more money people were gonna think that I was too much that people were just gonna be like oh se cree mucho like she thinks she's it right and so understanding your money mindset is so important and what I want you to do so for those of you that are here live I want you to do this so in order to identify your your money mindset or your money blueprint or what has shaped your money mindset I want you to draw almost like a timeline on a piece of paper and I want you to go so write down like literally just like a line and I want you to go back to at the end of the line write down the number seven and in case you're wondering why number seven because our money beliefs and our money blueprint and our money mindset was developed by age seven so where whatever historical events you were exposed to by age seven whatever um, family events you were exposed to by age seven you are still carrying those beliefs like you might be 27 and you're still carrying those beliefs that you develop by age seven if you want to unlearn the conditioning of like always I always have to work hard for money. Again, write on a piece of paper a line, and that is your timeline, your money timeline. At the end of the line, put a number seven and then work backwards. So 
What are the things that I heard growing up before I was seven? I let you know that for me, I I used to believe that if I had money, no one was going to love me. And that money mindset was there in my brain because growing up, I heard my family and particularly my mother talk about how she has gone through a lot with my dad because he had money. And so I adopted that belief and my younger self, my little younger self, seven-year-old Lucy, I was younger than that, automatically assumed that money was no good. So I shouldn't have money because if I have it, no one is going to love me. And we are meant to be loved, whether by our partner or our community, but we love to be loved, right? And so on this timeline, write down what is your first money memory and just keep exploring that more and more. And so what are the things that you saw or heard when you were growing up around money? Because that is exactly the time frame that you need to explore to understand your own money mindset and overcome those money, those money beliefs and overcome the conditioning, mujeres, that we have to work hard for money. So you no longer have to work hard for money. And I don't want you to think that you're going to become wealthy tomorrow, okay? <laughs> because it doesn't work that way. When you learn about investing and the power of compound growth and all of these things that the stock market has to offer, you get to see that your money can make you money. But if you want to get there, you have to start right here where you are with me today. So you have to start by understanding your money mindset. So let's say that when you do that timeline, you identify that maybe one of your money memories is you hearing your parents argue about money. What that's doing to you is you probably don't have a good relationship with your partner when it comes to your finances. Like you want to talk about money, but you're like, oh, mejor no. Like I better don't even open my mouth because what if that ends in arguments? What if he or she says something that is just not going to be nice and I'm going to be upset? So we start adopting this identity of money avoidance. And money avoidance is something that can be fixed. You're talking to someone who was not looking at my money for years. I used to just ignore my money. I used to be like, nope, nobody's going to love you, Lucy. So don't even look at your finances. Don't even look at how much money you have because no one is going to be there for you. And so I have clients that for a long time couldn't really see themselves as someone who can create a budget or create a plan. And to those clients, I said, don't worry about the budget right now. Don't even look at your numbers. Let's work on the money mindset. Let's work on the timeline to identify why it is that you're resisting the process. Because it is a process, mujeres. Learning about yourself, learning about how to implement the money systems, Learning how the stock market works is a process. It's like baby steps. I always tell my clients, we're not going to sprint. We're going to take baby steps because we haven't experienced being coached by a Latina. We haven't experienced what the stock market is. In fact, a lot of us don't even know what it is still, right? And so do this exercise today. Your money mindset before age seven. And you might be someone who remembers that maybe at a younger age, you were 
exposed to helping your parents with creating a budget. Maybe you were exposed to seeing your parents get worried. Oh, Dios mío, like we don't have more money. Like, ¿qué vamos a hacer? What are we going to do, right? And so if you are someone who experienced that, that's why you're afraid of looking at your finances. That's why you don't want to look at your finances. That's why you have no idea what your net worth is. There's anything wrong with you, by the way, because when we explore these money mindset and we start going backwards, you're going to start feeling like, wow, something's wrong with me. Oh, nothing is wrong with you. You were exposed to things that were not age appropriate. And because of that, you develop your money mindset. But just how you learn to come on Instagram live, just how you learn how to drive a car, just how you learn how to I don't know, put on makeup, you can also learn to unlearn your money mindset and create the steps that are going to help you move on the other side, which is the side where you look at your money and you see possibilities. When you're looking at your $100, $1,000, $10,000 and you're like, wow, this is energy. My money's energy. And what can I create with this energy? Like you start going from a scarcity mindset into abundance mindset. So for those of you that are here live is this resonating with you let me know in the chat if this resonates with you or have you taken the time to explore your own money mindset and if you haven't what keeps you from doing that i want to help you and learn all of this because i believe in the power of community to build juntas and also the power of community to just start having these money conversations like they should be normal mujeres it's 2023 and we're still talking about our desire for more money, right? I want more dinero. And I don't want I don't want more dinero to become rich. Like I want more dinero to become wealthy and help my community, help people, help, help my family. Like for that, I want more money. I don't need more money. Me as a mujer, I don't need a lot of money, but I want to have a lot of money because I want to help our community. So let me read this comment from Nicolasa. She's saying that it's been a journey with my money mindset and I feel after years, I'm finally feeling positive when it comes to the money. Yeah, it's a journey. That's what, that's why I talk about the timeline. Like that timeline is a journey. Like it took you seven years. Just think about it for a second. It took you seven years to develop your money mindset. And depending on how old you are, let's say that you're 30 right now. 23 years of believing the things you heard by age seven. So it's going to take you a little while to unlearn it, right? As I learn more about myself, like I have been investing since 2019. And every time I make a new financial decision, I need to stop. And I need to go back and say, okay, what am I feeling and who is talking to me? Is it Lucy, the wealth coach, or is it Lucy, the little girl that was exposed to so much growing up? And I have to honor my inner child. I have to honor my feelings. And sometimes I have to walk away from that decision. I just write it on a piece of paper and I don't make that decision. I will make it in 24 hours. Like I literally sleep on my decision. Busy Mujer, if you are ready to embrace well-building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems 
the mindset, and of course, the vision that you need to create a legacy. This is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. So the other thing that I want you to do today is as you explore your timeline of your money blueprint, your money mindset, I want you to write three circles when you explore your money mindset and just put them like this. So one of the circles is because we need to identify why you feel the way you feel and the feelings that you're going to get through this process. One of them is going to be shame, a lot of shame. Almost every single one of my clients, if not all, including myself, have a lot of shame associated with money we feel that we're not smart enough we feel that we're not competent enough we feel that we're just no good with money and if that is your case on the top of the page i want you to write the word shame and then ask yourself whose shame is it one of the circles is gonna be society the other one is going to be la cultura which is includes your family and then the other one is going to be your environment so let's say that you have a bad credit score right now right you have have a bad credit score and society is like how dare you mujer how dare you to have a bad credit score because we associate our credit score with our worthiness which by the way the credit score is just metrics it was created by someone that does not look like us someone who just decided that they were going to have these metrics to measure our credit worthiness but it has nothing to do with our worthiness as mujeres okay and so let's say that that is the case you have a bad credit score right and you feel shame for it ask yourself whose shame is it is it society is it la cultura or is it your environment your partner your family like when you are in an environment that says you're not good enough because you have a bad credit score it could also be that right now maybe you have to access your credit maybe you have to use credit to help you pay for a therapist maybe you have to help use credit to continue to pay for your groceries who knows right and so your environment has shaped your actions and therefore the belief that you're not good with money but you are good with money just look for evidence this is something that I told my clients if you believe that you are not good with money you just do this I'm gonna show you let me flip the page okay let's say that the belief is I'm not good with money okay and I'm writing this down okay so that belief right now that you have is I'm not good with money make a list of all the times that you have been able to be good with money have you been able to pay your mortgage in the past have you been able to help a loved one in the past 
Have you been able to work and get paid for your skills? And the answer is going to be yes, 100% yes. So you have to find that evidence. And right now, I mean, we're still, I know the pandemic hit in 2020, right? We're still trying to come out of that. People are still getting sick. So if you are someone who, again, had to use credit in these last three years, you have to just understand that there's nothing wrong with you and that you are good with money. So these exercises, by the way, are the ones that I coach my clients on when they work with me privately. This is just a little bit of a taste of some of the things I do. And when you do this exercise, Mujer, by the way, share it with someone. When we start sharing our money mindset, our money timeline, our curiosity about money with other mujeres, it feels good. As my clients say, it feels liberating. So then the timeline that you want to write, it looks like this. It's just a line. And then at the end of it, it says age seven, but it says age seven. So it start like at age seven, what are the things that I heard or saw? And then move your move backwards all the way. We're not going to remember when we were a year old. If you can, let me know because that's pretty cool. But most of us don't remember. I haven't met a mujer that has remembered things that happened when she was a year old. I have met people that remember when they were two and, and three, but most of us is four to seven. So mujeres, the more you grow, the more awareness you have around your money mindset. For example, let's say that you start doing the work today, which I hope you do because I'm giving you the tools, literally. You start doing those exercises. You start learning more about you and let's say that maybe in six months you want to buy your casita or you want to become an investor or you want to do what you want to do your inner child your seven-year-old self is gonna show up but guess what you're gonna have the tools to slow down and say oh wait a second i'm starting to feeling a little bit funny right now but i know why i know that it's not me right now i know that it's because of the historical events that i was experiencing to and then you have the tools to say wait a second the shame that i'm feeling right now it's not my shame it's society la cultura or the environment and some of you maybe some of you that are here live work for a non-for-profit non-for-profits are so good at helping our community but also so so good at giving you the belief that you shouldn't ask for your work. The belief that si no ayudas a la comunidad, you're not being a good mujer, right? If you're not helping the community, you're not being a good mujer. And so that is actually what I call the frame belief. I have one, one tool that I developed to help Latinas. And I believe I do have it. I do have it available next time I go live so I can show you. But essentially what that is, it helps you categorize your beliefs. So we have multiple beliefs. And so non-for-profits and I'm saying this because I have served clients that work in non-for-profits we're telling my clients you cannot make more money like you should not be asking for more we don't have the budget all of this narrative like a chisme that you cannot earn more and so I help my clients identify what type of belief that was which was a friend belief and then I start asking them what are the things that you need to safely prove this belief wrong so next week or the week after I'm going to show you the tool to help you understand and unpack all of these beliefs that we have mujeres that are just crazy like we carry 
Carrie so much. And I want to say something to you that I recently heard that it was very powerful. Just because you can handle all of this pressure when it comes to money doesn't mean that you have to or doesn't mean that you have to do it alone, okay? So let me know if this was helpful. And if you watched the replay, let me know in the comments if this was helpful, of course, because I want to know if the tools that I'm creating are serving my comunidad because I want us to just be a group of wealthy and happy mujeres that break the cycle of always having to work for money. I want to tell you that I do think, oh, so Gabriela is saying that she doesn't think about money because of shame. Gabriela, for you, I would love for you to do an exercise where you just dump all of your money beliefs on a piece of paper. So I call these the money belief download. So en un papel blanco, un papel limpio, a clear paper, just write down all of the money beliefs that you have. All of them, all of them, all of them. You're dead. How does, how does having debt makes you feel? Like you have to put it on a piece of paper and it's going to be uncomfortable, by the way. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I want to say, don't just do, oh my God, I'm going to see it for an hour and I'm going to put everything on a piece of paper. Like you have to honor your emotions, right? If writing down one sentence today makes you feel good, that's all you need. And to what you're saying, Gabriela, that being in debt is hard. The feeling that you just mentioned is shame, right? And why is it that you you feel the shame? Is it because society told you that you have to be good with money? Is it because your partner expects you to have all the answers? Is it because la cultura tells you that you should have saved, right? So ask your beautiful brain this question, like brain, why is it that we feel shame? Why is it that being in debt feels like this? Why is it that being in debt feels heavy? I was in debt myself. My household was in debt, but we were able to sit down. And everything that I teach, by the way, are things that I've done. I don't teach you anything that I haven't done. Even when I teach people how to invest, like I, I do case studies on myself first before I even coach on it. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing that I want you to ask yourself is if you have debt is what is the true cost of your debt? Escucha esto, okay? What is the true cost of your debt. I'm not asking you what is your total debt. Those are two different things, right? I'm asking you what is the true cost of your debt? No, cuál es el total? Like what is the total? Maybe you are $30,000 in debt, $100,000 in debt, but what is that costing you? What is it doing to your self-love? What is it doing to your your ability to earn more? What is it doing to your relationships, right? Because when you are ask your beautiful brain those questions and your brain tells you that and you're like wow this debt is costing me more than the actual total debt gets what's gonna happen you're gonna start taking baby steps towards helping you with your money mindset with creating the money systems that you need you guys it takes probably 15 minutes i'm exaggerating 15 minutes to set up all these money systems that are going to allow you to spend your money save your money and invest your money but it's the mindset and the inner work that takes at least 90 days one has debt the government u.s government has debt just google what is the u.s total debt and do you think that other people are like oh my god i'm 
in so much debt. No, mujeres. Wealthy people learn to master their money mindset so they can leverage debt to help them build wealth. So what if you have to be in debt for the next five years to help you build a legacy faster? Have that? <laughs> These are the questions that I ask my clients. Like you have to be comfortable with the decisions that you make because you get to decide to be in control. And this is part of the money mindset, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad I give you a new perspective. Yeah, there, there is so many things to reflect on, mujeres. But I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will see you, mujeres, next week. Se cuidan. If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your wealth building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.